This is Keep Cool from the experts at PortaCool. With cooling solutions made right here in the USA, PortaCool is ready to meet your cooling needs head on, no matter the setting. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Keep Cool with PortaCool. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're talking about how evaporative cooling affects you and also how it plays a part in so many different industries. And we're going to talk on a few industries in particular. And joining me today is Cody Weeks. He's the manager for sales of media at PortaCool. Cody, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Hey, good afternoon, Tyler. Thanks for uh, having me on. Absolutely thrilled to have you on today, Cody. So uh, let's start off just with that basic question of how does evaporative cooling affect you? You know, uh, tell us a little bit about how evaporative cooling is is all around us and probably touches our lives in one way or another. Yeah, Tyler. So it's, you know, for most people, it's something you don't think about, but truly everyone in some form or fashion is affected by evaporative cooling that the most simplest form of that is just uh, you know, sweat uh, when we get outside especially here in the southeast high humidity a lot of sweating going on you get hot and um, so that's you know evaporative cooling in its most basic form that you know pretty much everyone's going to experience at some point in their life but there's many other factors from food to, um, you know, electronic data to power generation, uh, simple HVAC applications as well to keep a home or a building space cool. So a lot of ways that evaporative cooling, you know, can affect you that you, you may not even know. That's a great point. Probably not something that, that too many people think about on a regular basis, but you're right. It's something that, uh, you know, uh, you and I both live in the South where it can get quite hot throughout the summertime. And uh, and so we experience this on uh, on a regular basis. So some people might have a question of what evaporative cooling actually is. So do you have a definition or something that you can uh, kind of use to inform people about what exactly evaporative cooling is? Yeah, Tyler. So just a simple definition of evaporative cooling without getting too in-depth is, you know, it's the reduction of temperature resulting from the evaporation of a liquid. So when that liquid evaporates, it removes latent heat from the surface that evaporation takes place. So it's a natural occurrence. It happens uh, all over the place. Uh, So that, you know, that's a basic, basic introduction into what evaporative cooling is. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so now that everyone is kind of on the same page and understands that evaporative cooling is happening all around us all the time and touches all of our lives uh, and is something that we've all experienced, let's talk about some specific industries where we see evaporative cooling really playing a part. And we want to start off with an industry that uh, right now has has exploded and, and is a really big player in the world of evaporative cooling, and that is data centers. So, uh, Cody, tell us a little bit about how data centers are utilizing evaporative cooling these days and how this industry is really exploding. Yeah, so you know, with this data center industry, you have you know, we live in the digital age, right? And it's even more prevalent now with work from home, Zoom meeting, teleconferences. All this data that's moving around is stored and transferred in data centers. So whether that be you know pictures stored on the cloud, uh, I just got a new iPhone a few weeks ago and had to do a a cloud backup. All that information is stored somewhere and it's stored in these data centers. Um, These these centers are full of electronic equipment, which produces a tremendous amount of heat. Uh, If you've ever, you know, worked from a chair, worked on the couch and set your laptop on your lap, you you understand it it can get hot. So they have to cool this. So uh, around 60% 
globally of data centers use evaporative cooling. So it, it's essentially free cooling, right? So it, the cost, the efficiency is high. The cost is, is much lower than traditional AC. And it, it allows them to maximize their cooling and minimize the power usage that goes to that cooling. That's really interesting, you know. And I think my wife just uh, just on her own has uh, needs a, an entire data center with the amount of Netflix that we've watched over the last year, right? But but like you said, all of that kind of uh, goes back into that world of data centers. It, it does absolutely. Whether it's you know Netflix, Hulu, uh, you know online banking, scrolling through Amazon and making purchases, all that stuff flows through somewhere, and it's it's things that we don't think about, but most of us do it on a weekly, if not daily, basis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Don't get me started on the Amazon purchases. That's, uh, that's a whole nother can of worms there, Cody. But but that, that's, a, that's a great point, and I think something that, that not too many people think about. And also, when it comes to evaporative cooling, you know, it's um, it's different than you, you can't have like misters or something like that in a data center, right? Because you can't get these these uh, machines wet. And so evaporative cooling is the way to go and, and the way to keep uh, these data centers cool, like you mentioned, because we've all experienced that, that heat that comes off of a computer at one time or another. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you have to be very cognizant of, of water entering a, a data center because it's, it is truly a, a room full of electronics. And we all know that uh, electronics and water don't necessarily mix. So you know, it's very carefully calculated how evaporative cooling is used. Um, but, but you're absolutely right. You can't just go in there spraying water. So it, it's a, a very unique, very complex, yet simple at the same time system that they use in these data centers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's move on and talk about agriculture now. Uh, Cody, tell us a little bit about how agriculture is utilizing evaporative cooling and what this looks like in that industry. Yeah, so, you know, most agriculture actually uses evaporative cooling. This ranges from probably the biggest in the U.S. is going to be the poultry industry, whether that be chickens, ducks, turkeys, but also dairy, uh, dairy cows, keeping keeping them cool to swine, your, your pork producers, um, and then into your vegetables, greenhouse uh even flowers for that for that matter but you know it, it's very important in this industry to keep that the environment of these plants or animals consistent and a good environment a comfortable environment for the animals to be you know happy to be healthy and then also for the production side of it to maximize those gains and and minimize your um you know your electrical usage so evaporative cooling plays a huge part in these markets. That's a that's a great point. And uh, in agriculture, and, and especially that poultry industry, is really uh, part of the, the origin story of Portacool as well, uh, a really big part of the development of Portacool as a company. And so uh, its roots really go back to agriculture. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, in 96, when we first started producing our media, you know, it was for our portico units uh, initially, but then we broke into the agricultural market soon after that, and poultry was a big part of that from the beginning and still is today. Absolutely. Absolutely. A big, big part of what uh, what Portacool does on a regular basis. Um, all right, Cody, let's talk a little bit about power generation. Uh, obviously, when we talk about natural gas turbines and, and that sort of thing, there are uh, a, a lot of things that we could talk about when it comes to utilizing and needing evaporative cooling. Talk us through uh, what Portacool is doing in that area as well. 
Yeah, so gas turbines are very interesting. You know, they're they're popping up very quickly as a, a quick source of power, relatively speaking, to some of the other sources of power. But you know, right now or as of last year, uh, about forty percent of the electricity produced in the United States came from a gas turbine. So. What these, these gas turbines do is they try to cool the inlet air, the air coming into and feeding that turbine. So cooler, denser air leads to better efficiency. So they can produce more power through those turbines. So you know, it's a big part of that industry. And evaporative cooling is a very efficient and cost-effective way to cool that incoming air for those, those turbines. Absolutely, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense, and it, I, I think that uh, that you put that really, really well. And uh, speaking of uh, of keeping people cool, let's also talk about HVAC, right? Uh, how is evaporative cooling playing a playing a role in HVAC, um, especially in places like the South, where, as you and I both know, uh, we run the AC for uh, about eighty percent of the year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. You know, the, the HVAC market is very interesting. It's you know, primarily in the southwest and, and lower humidity climates. You, you're looking at the Arizonas, New Mexico's, um, even up in the Denver area, Southern California. But a lot of people will have an evaporative cooler on their home as opposed to a traditional AC unit. So it, it provides the same you know, aspects of an AC unit as far as giving them cooling, but it's very, very cost efficient. Again, it you know, running evaporative cooling just costs so much less than traditional means of, of cooling through an AC unit. And in certain climates, it's very easily done. The climate allows a homeowner or business owner in some commercial businesses to actually run evaporative cooling as opposed to a traditional AC unit they get the same result and they save money. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a that's a great point. Getting the same result, saving money, uh, that sounds like a, a win-win for me. And and what I think this really drives home is something that you said at the beginning, and that's just that uh, evaporative cooling really touches all of our lives in one way or another, right? Like as soon as I take a picture on my phone and it uploads to the cloud, uh, there's an instance where uh, where my life is intersected with evaporative cooling. So it really is all around us in ways that people might not expect. And I think this has been a fun way to really uh, allow people uh, t- a chance to see what a role evaporative cooling plays in all of our lives. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, Tyler. You know, we wanted to take this as an opportunity to just do some education. You know, you don't think about evaporative cooling, but... Y- you could be affected by it in multiple times as you go through your day, right? As you just said, you snap a picture on your phone or you turn a light switch on in your house or, you know, you, you throw those chicken tenders or chicken breasts on the grill this evening. It, all of that can trace back to evaporative cooling in some form or fashion. 100%. That, that's a great point. Now I know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. So thanks for that. Thanks <laughs> yeah, for that absolutely. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, so before we wrap up today, Cody, I want to give you the opportunity just to give us any final thoughts or anything you want to leave our listeners with here today um, that, that you want to make sure that they walk away with after listening to this episode. So uh, feel free to take it away if you have any final thoughts, anything you want to leave our listeners with. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. So, you know, the the big point here is just just be aware of evaporative cooling. There are many uses for it. We've went over some of those today. We even have, you know, personal uses with with our portable evaporative coolers that we did not discuss, but 
you know, this is something that the average homeowner can and, and does often use on a daily or weekly basis during those hot summer months. But, you know, just, just the main takeaways, some of the reasons that evaporative cooling is used is it's very efficient, cost-effective way, free cooling, if you will, of, of using what, uh, you know, Mother Nature and physics has provided us and putting that to good use to achieve a cooler temperature, no matter the industry. Fantastic stuff. Cody Weeks, Manager for Sales of Media at Portacola. Cody, thank you so much for joining us today, sharing those words with us and really letting us know how evaporative cooling is uh, is making a difference all around us. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. I've enjoyed it. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Keep Cool with Portacool. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes of the show. We'll be back soon with more. But for this episode, for my guest today, Cody Weeks, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. 